I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. This week, I've got a sound portrait of a child of Wyndham Hill Records. His name is Adam Werner, and he's a guitarist who started out playing heavy metal until he heard music from Wyndham Hill. We talk about his transformation. Before we get to that, I want to let you know that in order to bring you great interviews like this for free, we need your support. If you're listening to the Echoes Podcast, you already know you're listening to music outside the mainstream. Music you don't find on commercial and even most public radio stations. For us to bring these new discoveries to you, we need your support. So go to our website at echoes.org and make a donation. And if you want to sponsor the podcast or the radio show, go to echoes.org and click the support echoes tab. And now, here's Adam Warner. There are many children of Wyndham Hill Records out there, musicians who grew up on the instrumental sounds of the legendary label, and artists like Michael Hedges, George Winston, Shadowfax, and Wyndham Hill founder, guitarist Will Ackerman. Even though Wyndham Hill doesn't exist anymore, guitarist Adam Warner has craved being part of that legacy since he was a kid. Adam Werner is a tall and trim 46 now. He strides into my room at the 2018 ZMR Music Awards with long, dirty blonde hair pulled into a ponytail, wearing a tank top and shorts. He lives in Southern California and Hawaii, and he looks like a surfer. He's not, but his wife and kids are. Most musicians don't start out wanting to be fingerstyle guitarists, making music in a progressive or new age vein, and neither did Adam Werner. I grew up idolizing Iron Maiden and, you know, Metallica and Megadeth and, you know, those, those guys. It was the sound of youth. I was an angry teenager, you know, my, my parents split when I was 12 and, and that was like, it's a terrible time for a kid to go through something traumatic like that. And, you know, you either deal with it one way or you deal with it another way. He dealt with it this way. This is Imagine, the band that Werner took out of high school and into his 20s. All through the 90s, played the Hollywood Sunset Strip and all the fun clubs and bars in LA and Hollywood and whatnot, so... You know, and it was a great release because, you know, we played angry music and it was aggressive and a lot of energy and, you know, so it was good for me. All the while he was playing metal in the 1980s, Warner heard a different sound that had a different effect on his anger. Well, that's the thing. See, my first Wyndham Hill album that I was introduced to was the guitar sampler. It struck me, you know, deep. So I was a, an outward 
angry heavy metal guy that went home and <laughs> secretly, you know, I was a closet Wyndham Hill fan, you know, secretly listened to this calming, beautiful music. So I, I kind of had the best of both worlds happening for me at that time. He fell in love with the fingerstyle guitar playing of Wyndham Hill artists like Will Ackerman and Alex Degrassi. The sound that really grabbed him was Michael Hedges. Once I learned of uh, Michael Hedges' passing, uh, I was in that transition phase between rock band and f trying to figure out how to hang on to music. And uh, once I learned that he had passed away, I, I was so shocked and saddened that the world was not going to be able to get any more from him and so I, I learned as much of what he did as I possibly could. I uh, learned, you know, probably 20-30 of his songs the best I could. Studying YouTube videos of Michael Hedges' concerts, he went out and performed Hedges' tribute shows, right down to playing a harp guitar and replicating the late guitarist's stage patter. Not everyone was happy with that. You know, I found some, you know, Michael Hedges' fan sites online and shared what I was doing, and it was not received well at all. These people were kind of fanatical fans or whatever and they felt they needed to protect him and his music and they felt that I was stealing like I mean they literally called me a grave robber and a phony and all these things but I don't think they understand what a tribute show really meant you're an actor you go out there and you portray this person as if he was there performing for you Werner solicited opinions of some of Michael Hedges' collaborators among them, bassist Michael Manring, with whom he's performed, and Will Ackerman, founder of Wyndham Hill Records and the man who discovered Hedges. Ackerman thought it was a great idea, and that gave Werner the courage to release his first album called Apprentice of a Dead Man. Probably not the best title to choose. The song itself is a solo guitar piece that uses a lot of the technique that Michael used and that I had learned. Um, so it was kind of like an, an homage to him, thanking him for, you know, allowing me to acquire all these tools, these techniques that, that he basically invented. Conversations with Ackerman led to a collaboration. Uh, I started a label with, with Will Ackerman um, called New Land Music. 
They put out some interesting albums, including Warner's official debut, Signatures, and a CD by Blue Tech under his real name, Evan Bartholomew. But the label ended in shambles when the economy hit the Great Recession in 2007. Between then and 2015, Warner lost friends who were involved with the label, he lost his day job as a teacher twice, and he almost lost his mind. Everything really was falling apart in my life, and I didn't know if I would survive it, honestly. Uh, it was that bad, it was that dark. But anytime I'm in a situation like that, I always, always go to Wyndham Hill because it calms me, it brings me to a place of peace that I've always gone to when I listen to their music. But it got to the point where I'm so familiar with that music. Y you understand? It's, I'm so familiar with it. It still takes me there, but it's I'm familiar with it. So I started creating music in my head. And there I had little guitar licks that I had been working on that I could play them and envision in my head what the song's gonna sound like or what it should sound like. So that's where I went to prevent myself from doing anything drastic, basically. Those pieces turned into his latest album, Deep, and the mood is signified by that title. Deep, Adam Werner jettisoned many of his trademarks that he took from Michael Hedges. There's no harp guitar and little two-handed tapping. Because my focus was the music, not the ego. I was, I always struggled with my ego. You know, I wanted to be kind of recognized for certain things and, oh, look at what he can do. And, you know, it was a purely ego thing. This album is a departure from the complete ego. There's no ego at all. I didn't, and that was a, a scary part for me, was to focus just on the music. I wanted the music to speak for itself. Records was sold in 1996 and was finally folded in 2007, Adam Werner feels like he's attained a lifelong goal. I've been on like cloud nine forever because, you know, like I said, I wanted nothing more than to be on within the Wyndham Hill family. And here I am doing music with these guys and doing shows with these guys and going to dinner with these guys and hanging out. I mean, if you would have told me this 20 years ago, I no way I'd ever believe you. So I'm just so grateful.
Windham Hill Records may be gone, but its musical children live on. Adam Werner's latest album is called Deep. If you want to add Adam Werner's latest album Deep to your collection, go to echoes.org and there will be a link in the posting for this podcast. Next week on the Echoes Podcast, we remember the Philadelphia electronic trio, the Nightcrawlers, on the fifth anniversary of the passing of Tom Gulch, one of the founding members. I'm John DiLiberto. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes Podcast. See you next week, tonight, or online right now on Echoes. Echoes.